Hi guys and welcome to the Inner Woman Wellness Podcast. Um, today's episode I am talking to Erica from The Holistic Beauty. So we had a really great chat about her. She's a fendo, fellow endo-sufferer. So we had a really good chat about her journey. Um, she set herself up as an endo-coach. So we spoke about that. Um, we spoke about women and finances, veganism and just how badass women are in general really. Um, so please let me know your thoughts. I hope you enjoy. Please share and get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. Enjoy. So what? So I like I absolutely love your podcast, and like I had to get you on because there's so much that you feel like your values and how you look at things is so similar to mine. So I just want to talk to you really and get your your version of your story for those that haven't heard the podcast. The holistic beauty like what's your story and how did you get to where you are now um thank you for listening i really appreciate the love and support um so i was diagnosed back in like um 2014 with endometriosis and i was um diagnosed as a stage one it was it took a minute to get diagnosed because they kept saying i had like a uti or i had like pid and then like when I was told to go to ERs, basically they had told me um, to go back to my regular OBGYN. So it was like, I was being tossed back and forth. And um, I had, you know, started out with some severe pain. So um, it was just like a sharp pain. And looking back at like some of the symptoms that endometriosis has, I actually, like, I had started a period at the age of 11, so I don't know if that, like, I think that's kind of an early age to start your period, but it came on heavy, like, mm. it was gross heavy, <laughs> um, and I don't ever remember not having, like, a heavy cycle, mm. and they were, you know, painful, I would get pain everywhere, but it, you know, like, I kind of just pushed through the pain because I was always told to, you know, that's what women are supposed to deal with. Like, yeah. And I was like, Oh, okay. That's not fair, but okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, when I finally got diagnosed in 2014, um, I was still in a ton of pain and, um, finally I kind of just, I was eventually like kicked out of like the practice. Um, and they just like, I was kicked out of my job for a little bit. They're like, don't come back until you're, you know, you have your second surgery. So I had to find basically a new doctor who would give me my second surgery and who believed in me. And he was wonderful. I'm so happy that I found him. Um, but yeah, so I, I had my second surgery. I went from a stage one endometriosis in September of like, and then to a stage three in March of the following year. Yeah, it was, isn't it? It was very fast. Um, I feel like the first time the doctor just didn't realize like how bad the endometriosis might have been then. Um, but yeah, so basically I was diagnosed with stage three in 2015 and I felt great afterwards. I did some Reiki and um, what else did I do? Oh, he put me on Lupron. And I like the Lupron. I know there's a ton of negative reviews about it, but I liked it. It worked for me. And 
the only thing it it gave me hot flashes that sucked <laughs> but um yes had been dealing with that and I had to step the loop around because it was way too expensive I went back on the Nuva ring and then I, I noticed my pain was coming back so my doctor put me on the IUD and I've been on that since and I think that's been a wonderful combination for me the huh? insertion not so much <laughs> but um yeah so then I went vegan in 2017 and this past year I was just like you know what my life has to change like I've been dealing with endometriosis and I have found more and more of my friends getting diagnosed with it and they're all coming to me because I have it so I'm like you know what like I really just like I don't think it's right that we don't have enough research we don't know where it comes from and there needs to be more funding so I really wanted to bring more awareness about it so this this year I started my business and um, I started the podcast and my goal is just to really reach out to women and help them so it's yeah that's, uh, that's <laughs> it's, it's uh, like honestly like it's, it's such an amazing goal and that's exactly like it's exactly what ended up wanting like for me to create inner women wellness is from what I'd gone through I was like if I've gone through this just for endometriosis like there's so many other conditions out there that women get told it's just because you're a woman like you've got to deal with it and it's like listening to your episode when you're talking about getting a diagnosis I literally was like why is this so painful like exactly the same for me I got laughed out of so many doctor surgeries I got made to think it was in my head and it was interesting because you had a couple of guest speakers on and they said the doctors made me think it was in my head and I said so this is like a this is like a universal problem of how traditional medicine approaches things and I've been listening to like loads of podcasts like the period party um I'm reading how to fix your period which is such a great book but they're saying that it's traditional medicine have it as like a one size fits all when actually everyone's so unique but the doctors are like oh just go on the pill or just and they don't look at it as in such a holistic way so the fact that you said that you'd gone into coaching and stuff that's exactly like what I want to do is do the whole women's health coach so I can help women look at it in a different way because I think there's especially like for me I kind of stayed off of a lot of forums because it people can get very negative and be in that mindset and <laughs> I don't I believe that obviously there's no cure for it as it stands and like I'm so lucky that I was stayed one I had surgery and touch wood it's been nowhere near as bad but I'm also I don't believe that you're I believe that you can do so much better to make it better do you know what I mean like your life and I feel there's this I got into some forums and people were very negative and just like woe is me it's horrific and I don't wish it on anyone but it's it's really interesting listening to what you're saying about like mindset and how you can approach it because I just feel like women aren't given this information enough to know how to tackle their health like there's no there's not proper education about it at all no it's it's not even like scratching the surface and I think that's beautiful that you're out here to um want to learn about more about women's health and like reach out to women as well like mm. it's it's crazy like 
how is it that we're such complicated beings and like this is such a complicated condition that like they can't even try and search it like I just I'm so mind blown that it's one of the most common conditions out there that doesn't get the funding Mm -hmm. that doesn't make sense but you know you know that if if men men dealt with it then there'd be a cure by now (laughs) <laughs> definitely <laughs> definitely I agree with that <laughs> or yeah if men had to have a period in general <laughs> can you imagine like can you imagine the drama like it's not even funny <laughs> and then they talk about like erectile dysfunction that does like that's like 10% of men compared to the women that have endometriosis and you're like someone's really <laughs> got their priorities wrong here like mental <laughs> um, so when you when you when your friends have come to you what's like the number one thing that they're like or like when you have different clients what's the number one thing where they're like you need to help me with this um i guess like the number one thing is like some of them, they've told me their um, symptoms before and before their diagnosis, I kind of just like knew intuitively that like they had to have some sort of endometriosis. And it was just, I don't know, it just kind of like made sense that like when they did get diagnosed, I was like, I just, I knew this. Like my one friend, uh, she was diagnosed with a chocolate cyst and I had just been doing research about a chocolate cyst and I was like oh that sounds like a chocolate cyst and then she goes in for emergency surgery and she's like it was a chocolate cyst I'm like yeah so it was um I guess it's just like the pain that they've all dealt with like one of my friends she has kidney disease and she's had a couple transplants and the other one she has lupus and it's just like all these conditions that kind of go hand in hand, like not, maybe not so much kidney disease, but I feel like there's so many diseases linked to endometriosis. And I guess it would just be more of like a painful period, like just, I don't know, just some of the symptoms that they have, like I'll relate, I guess it's just period wise and just pain in between, like pain during sex, but I guess be like, the symptoms so I don't know I guess I can't point out one because there's so many (laughs) yeah and what's the and so what's like your beliefs around like for me from the journey that I've gone on and what I've experienced it 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 sounds bad and I know that like people listening will probably disagree with this but for me I fully believe that the situations I put myself in like I've always been in really fast-paced work like really stressful really high cortisol like go 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 take everything on worry about everything and I retain so much emotion and I fully believe that it's manifested itself as endometriosis in my body like fully and I went and saw a um I come to like the end of like I just I'd had the surgery, but I just kept constantly, constantly bleeding and it was driving me nuts. And I went to a, um, I went to like a herbalist and she said, we'd like sat down for like half an hour and she was asking all these really deep questions. And I was like, I don't really see how this is. And she was like, 
you need to do a lot of work on your emotions before you can go on to like taking all the supplements and stuff like that she's like you've got a lot that you need to work through and I think like when COVID hit it gave me that time to just stop and work through it and like work on my mindset and kind of face the things I feel like I'd really held on to like what's your thoughts on that like do you do you think that is it or like um I thousand percent agree with that like I, I believe that um like okay so I did um my podcast today on stress mm-hmm. and I know stress like can create so many different diseases mm-hmm. and And I just, I really do believe that you have to have the right mindset because if you have a negative mindset, like you're going to sit here and feel sorry for yourself. You're not going to be able to get through what you need to get through. And I feel like life is basically like a series of different tests. And if you need to really learn something, it's going to keep coming back. But I think that it interrelates with endometriosis because like, stress like in general can create illnesses so I think that like I would agree that you need to just be in the right mindset in general like to kind of keep like illnesses down as much as possible Mm. so I do agree that yes you need to work on your minds but you also need to like work on what you're putting in your body as well I don't know. I just see like so many people that continue to get more and more illnesses and like their mental health is not there. I'm like, there's obviously something going on. And I know around my diagnosis, I was a super negative person. Mm. And I do find when I am a little bit more negative, I do get more flare ups. Mm. So yeah, definitely. And it's, it's such a hard thing though, because like as women in like this modern day and age, we're expected to work all the time be the last one in office be the first one there keep up with the boys like I'm completely all for like we're equal to men but there are times when it's like they women come home they work a full-time job they come home do the dinner they look after the kids and it's there's so much expected of women and that because I think we don't want to miss out on things because you know we've taken maternity leave and stuff it's it's how do we get women to that stage where actually they prioritize themselves a bit more like I think for me that's what I just get like I've really gone on my journey but like I talk to my friends and stuff and they're just like bogged down and I'm like just take a day like just switch (laughs) off and I feel like as women we just don't we really struggle to just do nothing and just listen to our bodies a lot more I just don't I don't, I don't know what it's going to take for women to do it. And I think maybe it is like when they get diagnosed with poor health, which obviously now it's getting more and more linked to stress because everyone's stress levels is just so much. And I, I completely with you on your thoughts on COVID. Like I feel everyone needed it. It's obviously horrific that people have died and stuff, but I feel the whole world needed it. I felt everyone just needed to be like, stop take stock of what you've got in your life, where you're going, what makes you happy and then reset. And I feel like I'm in a couple of groups and they were like getting really um, down about that. They're probably not going to go back to work until like next year in the office. And I was like, A, you've still got a job. I got made redundant from it anyway. 
um and be like you can flip it like i could be freaking out but at the minute i'm like no like this is my opportunity to to do my own stuff and this is obviously like the universe talking to me and i just feel like women are so they just have such a high expectation of themselves like i just don't know what it's going to take for it to turn around do you know what i mean like yeah no i yeah i think that it was a wonderful time for us to just like hit the stop button because yeah like I feel um I'm not sure how the UK is but I know like certain parts of the world they just they chill more like Finland is like the happiest country in the world and they just like they're just so chill they're like oh I'm gonna have a four day like four days off this week I'm only gonna work three days or I'm gonna take time throughout the day because I need to like sit here and love myself. And I think honestly, the world needs to learn from Finland because they're just so chill. Yeah. Um, and I do think that for us to really stop, we have to be forced to stop like COVID. And I think that this should really open everyone's eyes and be like, no, I need to like sit here and love myself. And I need to like you know, like, I feel like mentally, like, we have all these, like, tasks in our heads, and, like, this gave us the time to do all those tasks, and this gave us the time to, like, really think about who we wanted to be, hmm. so, I mean, it's scary, because, yes, a ton of jobs, like, you know, were, I don't know, my job, I was one of the first people to, like, close, hmm. and, like, I think that, it's so hard because you're so on the go, but like, I agree with you about just slowing down. I think I'm trying to think of a way that we can maybe get people to really slow down other than stopping the world like this. But I think honestly, it's just going to be a, a, like a team effort. Like if you're in this relationship and it's not for everybody, but if you have a relationship and your significant other's not stepping up to the plate, like, there's got to be some sort of, like, give and take, Mm -hmm. or, like, even our, our community, like, I think that for single moms, like, they are doing it all, some of them are going to school, they're working full-time, and raising kids, which, that's amazing, Mm -hmm. like, props to those women, um, but I think that we just need to find more support systems, ultimately, and we need to be more lenient on people and just understand that like we're humans we're not meant to work like this we're meant to like live life yeah I I think like when I started my job it was really full-on and I was really upfront and honest like off the bat I was like I'm being investigated for endometriosis like because by this point it got like in hindsight I shouldn't have taken the job last year it was just I was drugging myself up to the eyeballs just to like get through the day and even like before I got made redundant I'd go into documents and then just be like oh that was the day when I was drugged up but I told them that and then when I had my surgery like my surgery date was in I said like I'll use my holiday and stuff and I found it really like they were really difficult about it and I was like look like I'm gonna try and come back as soon as I can but I might need a week like after to recover and I remember being so scared of picking up the phone and being like 
I'm not okay to come back in. Like I need a week to recover. And it's that fear. Like, I think again, as women, like we just have sort of this fear of doing it. And I feel like there's like, I've been reading different articles where women have actually like in endo friendly offices and like menopause friendly offices. And if they're having like hot flushes or something, or they're having a flare up, they give them a safe space and they like, allow them like if they want to go home and do their work and stuff that I really feel like I really hope after COVID and the awareness can come through that actually companies start listening to this and start implementing structures like that because we can do remote everyone's been doing it for months and I just feel like there just needs to be a bit more understanding about it because it's so hard talking to someone that doesn't know it especially like if they're male but I just, I just feel there's got to be that awareness, there's got to be that movement forward from like a work aspect, but they actually are a lot more understanding of women and their health. And I think that's another gap that we're just battling with all the time. <laughs> yes. I think, I think it's so hard for guys because they don't, they don't like, okay, so some women with endometriosis don't have symptoms. But I think that guys don't see it on a daily basis. Unless they saw it on a daily basis, then they would understand like everything that we go through. And I think that not everybody sees it at the same time. Like, um, so I was in a relationship and I was going through some depression and he was seeing it at a different angle than I was seeing. And it's just like, I don't know how to get guys to be a little bit more compassionate, but we need them to be a little bit more compassionate towards us in general. And I think it's going to take kind of like what's going on in the world right now today. I think it's going to take a community and like us educating them about what is really happening to us. Um, I, I've had jobs before, like before I start, I'm like, I have endometriosis. They're like, Oh, what's that? And then I tell them like, I'm, I'm going to have days where I'm going to be in pain and I'm, I'm, you know, doing everything in my power to not have to live that kind of life, but it's going to take me out of the game. And they just have to sit there and they have to understand because there's nothing that we can do. Mm. I mean, there's no cure. So I think that by educating, you know, employers before we start there, um, that might help. But I think eventually, like, getting as many people as we can to understand what this condition is. Um, what was that condition? Was it ALS or something like that? I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Where they did the ice bucket challenge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Like maybe we can all come up with a challenge so we could bring more awareness that way. That's such a good and idea. Then, <laughs> like, um, I don't know, like the ice bucket, I probably would never them again. I'm like such a baby with kids. <laughs> what can we do? That's something to think about. If we we can get everyone on social to send in their suggestions and then see what they see what we come up with. But I like that. That's a good shout. It's just to kind yeah. of get that platform, isn't it? Really, like makes them go viral, and then you get that platform. So. Mm-hmm. You touched upon like um, you suffer from depression and stuff, and in one of your podcasts, you, you really you talked about mental health, and obviously, you suffer from mental health before that you got diagnosed. And how 
when you got diagnosed with the pain, how much did that affect you? Because I know I went into a really dark place when the doctors were like, yeah, it's all in your head. <laughs> that doesn't help. No, it doesn't ever help. And I'm sorry that you had to go through that. Um, I feel I was just talking to um, another girl about that. And I feel like we are so like we are not heard from doctors in general. But um, yeah, so mental health friends in my family, um, well, illness, um, I know like it usually stems from one side, but it runs on both sides of my family. And when I first was diagnosed, I, I did get like super upset. I remember it did put me in like a little bit of a depression because at the time I did want kids. And um, I do notice that like when I am not on top of my game, if I'm not getting the right treatments and um, I don't take any medication for it, I'm, I solely believe like what you put into your body really helps heal you. So like the foods you eat um, and then getting the right help. Like it's, um, it took me a long time to find someone I really trusted and I felt like I was getting helped with. Um, but it's helped, it's impacted my endometriosis. I, I get flare-ups when I'm super stressed and it'll, like, I won't think that I'm that stressed because like a lot of the times I'm like, oh yeah, that happened in my life, whatever. But then like, I'll talk to my counselor about it and she's like, that's a big thing. I'm like, that is? <laughs> she's like, yeah. How do you just brush that off? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> but um my body knows so my body will react to it and eventually it'll it'll come up and then I'll be out for the day but um I feel like when I'm on top of my game then I'm I'm good to go I usually don't have my flare-ups as often mm. um and, and, I, that's, and that's the thing like I love the fact that you like you said like I've I've said this for for years everyone should just see a counsellor like even if they feel like everything's completely fine like I be really believe strongly believe that everyone should go and see a counsellor because I just think that it it can completely it just makes you see things in a different way and when you said that I was like yes and then you're like yeah and I've got coaches for my business and all my different aspects of my life I was like yes <laughs> like I think I think I think you guys in the states are so so much more about the coaching and it is catching on over here but it's just taking a bit of time but like if I say Tony Robbins to someone they're like oh you're not into all of that jazz are you I'm like it'll change your life like <laughs> just give him a chance listen to the podcast like change your life and you went to his um you went to his uh Unleash the Power Within didn't you I did oh I'm so oh have you gone yet I, I'm desperate. He he was meant to be in um over here in May, but obviously not. Um, but that's next year. Like that's my goal. Like I'm getting the ticket and I'm going because I I just wanted to see him in the flesh. It's just awesome. But like your coaching has that has that helped you deal with endo and and your mental health and how you approach things. Yes. So I highly recommend a coach for every single person. <laughs> like a coach, a counselor, like you said, um, I just believe that you need someone to like, you know, sit there on your 
your sidelines and help you through things like why is it the people that we look up to the most like you know in the sports arena or even like CEOs CF or CFOs like people who have had a ton of success why is it that all of them have coaches and then we don't like I truly believe that we need coaches in all areas of our lives maybe not all at once because that's a lot um but I think like you know, I've had a few coaches over the last couple of years and my life has drastically changed. Um, I will say Tony Robbins really rocks my world too. Um, I ha- I'm so excited for you to go. Like, I can't wait to hear about when you get back because it's like, it's, I don't know, it's a whole new game. And like, I, I saw him twice last year. He came to Chicago. It was like a really cheap ticket. It was like Gary V and him. And then I went with my coach, <laughs> I did. Um, my life coach, and it was uh, Kevin O'Leary from Shark Tank, oh, but uh, yeah, it was, it was a cool thing, and then I saw Tony a couple months later, I had to fly to Texas to go see him, and honestly, like, it was so cool, like, we do the fire walk at Unleash the Power Within, so you're walking on fire, and you're like, I would never do that. But then when you get up to it, you're like, I'm doing this. This is happening. Oh my gosh. (laughs) But um, yeah, I believe in coaches 100%. And I think that it seems like, especially the last year has seems like it's been, everyone wants to be a coach, but everyone can be a coach. There's enough to go around there's always someone to help someone else through something that they're going through. There's different types of coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I became an endometriosis coach is because I live and breathe it every single day. Mm-hmm. I really like truly want to help women because I, I know the struggles. I feel it. <laughs> and I want to help them. I just, I want to help women um, through everything. Like I'm a bartender anyway. So like, you know, I coach people all day, might as well just continue to coach and help women. And, you know, I just like, honestly, looking to help every single person I can help. But I think we need to bring more awareness to endometriosis. So that's why I became one. Massively. I think it's, it's, it's also like changing that perspective, I guess, like, I know, like back in the day before I went to counseling, I was like, oh, I don't need help. I don't need counseling. And I feel like, I th- it's so true what you say like you look at the professionals in the world and like who people watch every day and they all have so many coaches but I feel like when it trickles down to us we'll be like no I don't need any help I don't need I can do it it's fine and I feel like we've got this mentality and then I've I've been doing a lot of um reading and there's a um UK coach over here and she does she does like a monthly membership um so it's so it's like an affordable way to get a coach basically and um I love it I'm, I'm obsessed with it and I keep I keep going on to my friends about it and they're like all right Georgia like <laughs> come on but honestly it's like and it's like a game changing and like some what what other aspects I'm really interested in like obviously you're building a business and how are you finding that like are you finding people are engaging reaching out like how have you found like building it up um honestly like I feel like it's just it's so fun like I just I've been having like people reach out to me I've been reaching out to others like 
I think it's just like going all around and then like I work with a ton of coaches too. I know um, I'm in a business course right now. So a lot of women are in their beginning steps of coaching as well. And we're all just like uplifting each other. I think it's just a community and it's funny because so like I went to middle school with this girl and she actually kind of was like the person who really like got me into coaching um but she like I had started seeing like off her Facebook posts and she was like just changing her life it was like so cool to watch her like go from like how I remember her to just like this different human being and then she was like oh I'm making like it was like twenty thousand dollars a month in her business and I was like I'm sorry what yeah. and she's like twenty thousand dollars I'm like where did I sign up <laughs> but um that was not like the reason why I wanted to get into it after like you know, getting to know, like, what she's been doing. I've taken her courses before, too, but, like, it was funny, because she actually, like, somehow, I think, knew the coach that I have now, and, it like, they live in, well, now they live in the same city, but before, they didn't live in the same city. It was just, like, it's a small but large community, and that's, everyone's just building each other up, like, there's different types of coaches. I know, um, business coaches, transition coaches, like intuitive coaches, health coaches, like there's so many different types and it's just like, whatever you need is there. Mm -hmm. And I like, I agree with you, like, you know, referring back to like when you, before you started seeing the counselor, like I used to think the same way. I'm like, I don't need any help. Mm -hmm. No, but like, Truly, like, if you look at the way our world is, I think we all need a little help. <laughs> yeah, to navigate it. It's just, because it, it can just be such a, like, because I, cause I did, like, an intro video and stuff the other day on my Facebook page and sent a bit about my story. And it sounds really weird. And, like, when I said this to my boyfriend, like, after surgery and everything, he was like, what? I, I felt so lost because I couldn't remember myself, like, prior to being in agony every day and I felt so lost and it's the first time in my life that I've ever been like whoa I don't know what I'm doing and he was like yeah but you're better now and I said yeah but it's made me look at things in a really different way and it's just made me like reassess and I've kind of like that's why COVID was actually the biggest blessing for me because I managed to like set up my website and do something that I've actually wanted to do for so long and I've had like people that I've know in my life and they've messaged me being like, Oh, I suffer from this and I suffer from that. And I'm like, Oh my God, like I didn't even know. And they've come out, they've approached me. And it's, it's such a nice feeling when you know, like you're just putting, you're just, it's just being there for someone. Like if they're going through stuff, I think like I have, I used to have such a negative mindset of social media and obviously doing this and building a business you've got to be on social media so it's like push me to do it but actually like I'm talking to you you're in America I was talking to someone else today in Australia I was talking to someone the other day in South Africa and then you're like there's no, no other way you could do this like it is amazing with community it can build and I feel like there's so many people out there that want to progress women's health and it's it's just 
I feel like if we all keep talking, then they've got to listen at some point. Do you know what I mean? Yes, they will. And by the way, you have a beautiful website. Oh, so I love you. it. <laughs> you did, thank you. You did such a wonderful job with it. Um, and I think that's really, really like, like I love that you're literally sitting there impacting people. Like you don't even know you're impacting them, but you're just doing it. And like the fact that you're out there and they find you. They find you for a reason and they, you know, they want to continue to learn from you. Mm-hmm. Like I found my coach randomly. I found her on, um, I don't know if you know who manifestation babe, like Catherine, I don't know her last name starts with a Z. Um, I'll send it to you, but she, um, I was following her manifestation page and then I found my coach page <laughs> off of hers. And I was like, Oh, and like, I sent her a message. I didn't even like, think I was gonna like reach out to her but I just felt so connected to her without her realizing and then we talked a little on Facebook last year and I would follow her but I didn't participate in any of her courses and then January finally did so like I found her almost a year ago (laughs) and then it took me about like six months to like really you know get involved in her stuff but like you know, everything that you post, I love your posts too, like, your quotes and what you have to say about everything. I'm just like, you speak my language, (laughs) but, um, I think, like, it's, it's amazing that, like, we're out here, and eventually, yes, someone's gonna listen, someone's gonna do more about it, and I think it's just gonna be us getting together, like, I really want to bring on some celebrities, I want to bring on people, like, all around mm-hmm. everywhere because one in ten women that's a lot of women yeah exactly. there's no reason that this needs to be quiet <laughs> exactly and I kind of feel like there's there's summits and stuff but I feel like they're really medical and obviously I know it's a big thing it's a big topic big medical but I feel like we could do something like a massive summit where it's like fun and it's kind of brings everyone together and it's kind of everyone shares their stories. I don't know. There's just something in it that I just feel like we could all get everyone in one room and then, you know, hopefully get the word out there. But you know, that's down the line. We can brainstorm that at a later day. <laughs> but honestly, like it's, we'll get there eventually. That's so funny that you say that because I'm actually working with another endometriosis coach and we can talk about this later, but we're actually talking about doing that next year. So you definitely join us. (laughs) Coming out the States, look out. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't decided which one, like where we're going to do it yet because she lives in a different state from me too. So, um, but we've been actually talking about like how we're going to do everything um we're just you know and like the building our business stage right now but we want to um I guess just really reach out to as many people as possible so you can bring some people from the UK and then we can have everyone all over the world and just have our own unleash the power within (laughs) yes I'll help plan it. That's my background. Project project event management. I'll help plan it. That's sweet. Oh yay, even better. This is working out perfectly. <laughs> it's like the universe brought us together for a reason. <laughs> so it really did. I 
I really believe it. Oh, 100%. oh yeah. So oh you're, my god. So you're so you've turned you've turned completely vegan now. And so for everyone who's kind of watching this and are like, oh, kind of on the fence about it, you've actually got a course that teaches you how to go vegan. And I, I'm exactly like you. I love my cheese. I am actually kind of I've I've given up cheese for this month, and actually I'm I'm eight days in, and I'm doing all right. I haven't touched it yet. Um, but it, how how have you found it? Like has it has it has it really improved your health? I yeah, I really believe it helps me. Um, I so when I started, I was a vegetarian. I I was a vegetarian since I was fourteen. So cheese everything in place of meat <laughs> and um i actually am creating a course right now i'm launching it on the 24th of this month it's called the vegan 101 so it's literally everything you need to know about becoming a vegan um but the reason i created this is because when i became a vegan i had no idea what to eat i was literally starving myself drinking juices and just starving myself I'm like is this okay to eat is this okay to eat and like I watched what the health and that's why you've never seen it yes oh yeah (laughs) they mentioned endometriosis in it yeah Um, I felt like it really like I was like fine I guess I'll give up cheese (laughs) see where this goes and then you know, really diving in, it made me pay attention to like everything I was putting into my body. And I really like, I, I felt like cheese, like, cause I consumed so much of it. I like, I just, I don't know, like I, it was destroying my body. And after taking it out, I had one huge flare up because my body detoxed from all the cheese I had ate before, which sucked (laughs) it was like a couple days worth of a flare-up but once I was done with that like I really like I'll get my flare-ups but it's I feel like it's mostly like stress related or um sometimes like as a vegan like my body's become sensitive to dairy like if someone accidentally like puts it in my food or um something happens like I don't choose to eat dairy but you know, there's times where, like, I went to, like, uh, not Dairy Queen, Um, I went to, like, Dunkin' Donuts probably, like, a month ago, and I asked for, like, an almond milk latte, and had the worst flare-up afterwards, and I was, like, did I drink dairy? Like, I was, like, thinking about that, so um, I really feel like it's really helped my health a lot, And I'm happy because like I'm consuming all the right foods. And I think ultimately like looking at all the different types of diets out there, they all have the same theme. It's taking the preservatives out. And I feel like dairy has, you know, a ton of different added chemicals into it to where and added hormones to where your body is going to react. So I believe like we don't really need it. There's other ways to get calcium if you really want it. But yeah, my, my flare-ups have drastically reduced and I talked to another girl and she was like, yeah, mine have reduced with it, but veganism isn't for everyone. Mm. And I never want to sit here and push it on anyone. Yeah. I just know like, that's what helped me. If you want to learn, I'll teach you. Yeah, 
exactly. And so what's, so the, the kind of, um, the, con- the content that I'm trying to build up at the minute is um, all about toxins. So I'm, so I, I sell um, natural skincare products that are completely natural, vegan friendly, cruelty free, and actually genuinely are natural, not one of these companies that are like, oh, we're all natural and on. Um, but like, I've been like listening to a lot of things and reading a lot of things about the toxins and your exposure to them can cause flare ups. And then you know when you read something and you're a bit like, oh God, that makes sense. And like, is, is that something that you've found in your life? Have you switched things out to have more, less chemicals in it really? Oh yeah, definitely. I think after going vegan, like you start to like realize, um, cause there's a lot of products like skincare products, makeup products, hair care, like just in general, there's a lot of products that have different types of animal in them. So it made me like really learn how to like, well, I'm an esthetician too, but um, it made me like really like read the labels and see what I'm putting on my body. Um, so I, I'm doing a hormone course right now and I'm so excited for like the week that we talk about that. But um, yeah, I, I don't do like the whole plastic bag thing if I don't have to. I'll do like paper or reusable, like hmm. it's like a sustainable type of living, but I feel like it also goes hand in hand with like a toxic free life as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I believe in that. No, cause I, cause that's exactly the thing. Like, I've been reading so much about hormones and stuff and there's this, there's this course I'm so desperate to do that. Like, I'm saving up for it, but it's the, um, it's the, uh, it's Jessica Drummond, the integrative women's health, certification or whatever it is it's like sounds amazing and goes into depth of everything and like I've literally got I literally got this book fixed a period on kindle and then I was like I've got to get it paperback because I've got so many notes to write it's so sciencey like it's just I'm just I am amazed and like hearing about like the gut health and how everything that we do the gut is so key to it as well like I've just like my mind's been blown and I've literally like been reading in bed and like my other half it comes up to bed and I'm like Ollie I've just found out this and he's like oh my god (laughs) 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 it is it's fast it's all connected and I think that's what we forget like as humans like everything's connected and everything has an impact and I feel like especially me and my endo like I, I went I went to the ski season in Whistler that was alcohol, that was sugar, that was all bad food because it was cheap. Like, and you kind of, you can't, it makes you realize kind of the abuse your body is taking like, on a daily basis that you just, if you just flip it, like, honestly, I, I just think it's amazing what we can, how we can heal ourselves. Um, and then my, like, the other thing I want to ask about, so you've got a course about teaching women finance. Um, again I feel this is something that in the world we're not taught enough of from an early age in school like definitely over here have no clue about money and then we go into the real world and it's like bye on your own figure it out (laughs) and I love the fact that you've got this course about how to build money get out of debt and because you went through that yourself didn't you I did yes so that's the reason I created the course because like I was put out of work for like four and a half months after um you know like with the endo and I picked up side jobs here and there but that's not enough to live off of Mm. like 
minimum wage jobs now. And um, yeah, so I was just, I remember asking my mom, I was like, you know, cause I, I didn't get approved for disability. They refused. They, the lady, even at my job, she was giving me such a hard time because I was like, how is this even okay? But um, yeah, so I remember asking my mom, I'm like, how do people live like this? And she's like, they live off the governments or they have, you know, other ways. And like, there has got to be another way, like for you to work from home when you have a disability like this, this is not okay. So, um, I remember everything had, you know, like all these medical bills were piling up for me and just like, it just, it didn't seem possible for me to even live. I remember feeling so stuck and it just like, I could feel the stress, like even in my bones right now, (laughs) like I could just feel like how much it hurt knowing like, okay, I'm not going to be able to provide for myself unless I live with someone. I have to depend on someone. And I think that really just takes away our power. And and it's just, I don't know, it just belittles us because we have to live a certain way because of how our bodies are reacting. And I don't think that's fair. So I created the Endo Debt course because I want to help women be able to, you know, teach them how to get out of debt. And I want and teach them how like to manage their money but also plan for a future because I mean we live longer than we had lived ever and well maybe not ever I don't know I'm like listening to the bible right now there's an app and they like live for hundreds of years so maybe not ever I'm not really sure but um like we're we're living a long time and what's going to happen like Tony Robbins I he I keep bringing him back, you know, Tony Robbins back, but I'm re- like, I have a book about him and he talks about finances, but he's like, he brings up a good point. It's like, okay, so we're living, you know, longer than we were living before. What happens if our retirement runs out and we're old and we can't do anything? Like what happens to us? Mm-hmm. So I just want to make sure that because of our condition, like we can set up, set ourselves up for a better future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's that's so true. I um I, I cleared my debts this week actually. I was like, whoa, so I'm back, yeah. back to zero now. So it's kind of I've been doing a lot of reading of like um investing and stuff like that. and I've been I've been linking up with a lot of women who are who are learning that side of things because I feel like a lot of a lot of women it's just so ingrained into us to just be like, oh like that's numbers of guys and I'm not being sexist at all I'm just saying like as as a that's kind of historically how it is or like the women doesn't work relies on man men are actually dying earlier than women so when they die women don't actually have that financial knowledge and I've been reading so many articles about like how women need to own their finance power so I, I, I love what you're doing with the um endo debt course like massively so thank you so much um thank you i think like i like to kind of to kind of round up like what would your top three tips for women be that are suffering so if they haven't been diagnosed yet i would highly recommend that they don't stop trying to get like the answers that they need um 
because you are your best advocate. Like sometimes these doctors don't actually know what's going on with us. Mm. And I think that like, we need to just like really, I guess really just like find a doctor who will listen, like don't stop till you find that. But that would be number one. Um, my second one would be like, make sure you're taking care of your body in every way possible. Like eating the right foods, getting enough sleep because sleep is actually way more important than eating the right foods. Um, getting like your gut healthy foods in there too. Um, hydrating and making sure you're taking time out for yourself. Like reducing stress, like even if it's 10 minutes a day. Mm. Morning routines, I believe are very important. Um, I do like a hard meditation every morning right now and it's been beautiful. Like I make sure I get my sleep. I've been just trying to plan ahead. Um, but I think that ultimately like keep telling yourself that you're going to get through this and that like this pain won't last forever. Like just being positive. And if you can't figure out a way to be positive, then maybe listen to something positive online or a podcast or talk to someone who is more positive and just kind of get in that right mindset because ultimately like your mindset is going to lead you where you need to go. So good advice, strong advice. So where, <laughs> where, can, um, where can people find you then? So people can find me on Instagram uh, it's Instagram slash uh, the holistic beauty with IE at the end. And then that's the same for my website. So the holistic beauty. And um, I have a Facebook group, but I'm honestly never on Facebook. I should utilize it more, but you'll find me at both of those more than anything. Amazing. So I hope everyone checks it out and I'll put it on my, um, I'll put it on my Instagram stuff after this. Um, but honestly, like, thank you so much for talking to me. Like I, we'll definitely do it again because I've absolutely loved it um and honestly I think it's great what you're doing thank you so much Georgia for having me on I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to um reach out to me <laughs> I really do um and I'm I love what you're doing you're building a freaking movement as well so you should be proud of yourself <laughs> And I'm excited for a conference next year. <laughs> I can't wait to go to the States. <laughs> well, honestly, like it means so much that you talk to me tonight. Like, honestly, thank you so much. And I hope you have like an amazing day and stay safe. Aww, thank you so much. You as well. Have a beautiful week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>